Hello everybody and welcome or welcome back to the Not So Late Show. I am your host and friend, hopefully, Lily Manuman. Thank you for joining me on today's show. Wow, it has been a minute. I must preface this because I might sound a bit different, a bit low, a bit down. But don't fear, I'm not down, I'm not sad or anything. I have just been... um overcome with a bit of a sickness so my nose is so blocked it is so hard to breathe and it's making me feel funny and I don't like it so I this is this is what we're doing with today it happens I've been I was supposed to record this episode yesterday but it was just too much my throat hurt <laughs> my throat hurt too much for me so this episode might be a bit late depending on where in the world you are and I apologize but we are here we are doing it um and yeah so welcome back to the not so late show episode i couldn't tell you i'm not too sure but the important thing is that we are here and we are doing it on this beautiful beautiful day firstly self check-in moment how are you doing i hope that you are well hope that you are happy hope that you're healthy always purchase and i hope that you are having a beautiful beautiful day today and if your day you know if you didn't go so swell no uh, oh wait sorry <laughs> if your day didn't go so swell it happens to the best of us mm, wait oh it happens to the best of us but it's okay it's okay oh, that is horrible. it's okay so i'm a little bit distracted but the sun rises again tomorrow and we go again the next day because that's what we do we show oh, someone's phoning me I'll be back. Sorry. I I thought that was my mom phoning me um, now, but it was the gym, which is so weird. Okay, before getting into the episode, let me talk about this for a little bit. Because it's not even that deep, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. But I went to Virgin Active. I, I don't know if I've said this before, but I went to Virgin Active a while ago. And I love Virgin Active. Like, I love Virgin Active. It's the gym that I've always gone to for a very long time. But then, you know, life happened, things got busy, and then I just didn't end up going to the gym as often as I used to. So then I cancelled my, my membership, because my mom was like, you're not going. And these people were just, like, charging me every month, even though I'm not going. So I was like, okay, you can cancel the thing. Okay. Come now, obviously I'm going now to the US, and I'm kind of trying to get in shape and fit and doing the program and all the stuff. So I needed a gym. Went to Virgin, because there was this really cool deal. I was like, oh, sick, this is amazing. Go there, tell them, look, I'm only here, excuse me, I'm only here for two months, two and a half months, and I just need a gym, you know, for that long, right? And they were like, okay, and it was really cheap, considering how expensive gyms are. I was like, wow, this is a really good deal, and, like, the timeline fitted perfectly with my situation, so I was like, this is, this is like, the best case scenario. Go there, gonna do the thing, Something happens, they tell me, oh, you still have money that you need to pay. And I was like, excuse me? And then I was like, okay. And then I had to leave. And then I told my mom saying that, because it was charging her account. So I had to say, you owe money, whatever. And she was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, no, no. She was like, I don't owe Virgin any money. Because, and actually it doesn't make sense. I, I don't understand because usually... Like, usually if you owed money to a gym, they would phone you and tell you, hey, like, 
you need to pay this off, whatever, whatever, and they charge your account. They don't ask you to pay the payment, like, I think it's called the debit order, I'm not sure, but that's what I think it is. So, you just, it, the transaction just happens already, and money goes off in your account, and it says Virgin Active Membership, whatever, paid, whatever. So, I don't understand exactly how my mom owes money, really. And another thing that and that makes it a bit weird, they would have phoned her and told her, like, hey, you still have this, this amount to pay off, but they haven't done that. Only because I went there and told them, blah, blah, blah. That was the situation. So she was like, I, I'm not. She's like, I'm not paying them money. I'm not because I owe them zolts, nothing. So then I was like, okay. So then I asked her, okay, then must I just go to Planet Fitness? Now, I didn't initially go to Planet Fitness because I know Planet Fitness is expensive, right? More expensive than Virgin, one could say. And so that's why I was like, just not going to go there. So then I went there, emailed this guy. I forgot his name. I literally forgot his name. But he was super nice. He helped me. I told him my situation. And they was like, look, we can do this for you. We can give you this deal, 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 whatever, whatever. And I was like, this is amazing. It was like the best deal ever. And did it. Now I'm at Planet Fitness. So now Virgin has been calling me. I think it's been three times now. And I told the first person, no, I'm not going anymore. And yeah, whatever, whatever. And then I told the second person, no. And then this person phoned me now saying, no, I'm not going in there anymore. Um, but shame, he was nice. Um, but I'm just like not going there anymore. <laughs> I'm not going there anymore. So that is the situation. Anyway, this is not the type of episode to talk about my problems. It is the Not So Late Show where we talk all things entertainment and news. Now, to be completely honest, I don't really know what's going on in the world. So I'm just going to talk about things that have been in my life recently. So maybe shows, movies, sports, whatever. And we're going to talk about them and it's going to be a great time. Once again, thank you. Oh, I'm struggling a little bit here. Thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate it. And without further ado, I feel like let's get into the news. Okay, let's start with entertainment because why not? On the entertainment side of things, let's talk. What? Oh, let's talk Barbie. Now, I watched Barbie, and let me talk about it for a little bit, because I don't want to go into, like, a whole breakdown situation. But, I watched Barbie. What's today? Today is my Tuesday. And then there's... I watched Barbie... Last week. I watched Barbie last week. And, what can I say? Loved it. I... For me, Barbie, oh, I saw the trailer, okay, and I was like, oh, this looks so fun. I just thought, this just looks like a good time, not too serious, nothing to, don't analyze it too much. It just looks like such a fun movie with a stellar cast, and I was so excited to watch it. Now, I knew already that the tickets, the tickets were going to be expensive, so I was like, oh, no, I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch this in the movies, so I was like, okay, I need to figure out and then things just happened to align the way they did so then I watched it last week and let me tell you what a movie now a lot of okay let me talk about something that I liked a lot 
I like how much they lent into the whole... Because you could look at the movie, and this is what... What do you call those people, like, analysts or real people who... Like, realism, whatever. People who have a problem with stuff like that. Or people who overanalyze. Could look at this and be like, this makes no sense. You could see this, like, that is not possible. Like, this is so stupid. Or this is not even funny. Like, this is so dumb. Like, you could look at it through that lens... Or you could look at it in another way. And I looked at it in another way where I just thought, it's Barbie land. <laughs> it's Barbie land. We're making a movie about Barbie. A toy that isn't real. Well, it's a real toy, but you know what I mean when I say it's not real. You know, and there really isn't a need to overanalyze. So I really enjoyed how much they or Greta, everyone involved, lent into it, lent into how, you know, just lent into the whole idea of Barbie, and the dream house, and the light, like, opening scenes, Margot Robbie slash Barbie, there's a narrator, Helen Mirren, who's doing amazing, and there was one, one scene that I want to go back to when Barbie's available digitally, is that a word? I don't know, but there's a scene where the narrator, someone says something like, says something about Barbie, and then the narrator goes like, like something like, maybe, or says a comment like, maybe Margot Robbie wasn't exact, like, I don't know how to say this, but she broke, it's like she broke another wall, there's breaking the fourth wall, and then there's breaking another wall, saying like, maybe Margot Robbie wasn't the right person to cast in this situation, but she mentioned Margot Robbie being cast as Barbie and made a joke about it saying, you know, I think the joke in the movie was like, I'm not beautiful anymore, whatever. And then narrator was like, maybe Margot Robbie wasn't the right person. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I just love that awareness of like, because one could be like, oh, now you're pointing out that Margot Robbie's the actor or whatever, that's so dumb. But who cares, bro? Like, <laughs> it's not that deep. So I really liked how much they lent into it. And, you know, like, going to Barbie Land, them being on the farm, and them and those transitions, and them being in the ocean, and them being in space. And just the whole Barbie Land, I just loved everything about it. The world, the music in the beginning, the beach off, which was amazing. And I just love it. It was so fun. And another thing I didn't expect, I knew it'd be a fun movie, but I didn't expect it to be that funny. Like, I was laughing. Now, there was there weren't many people in the movies at the time, or in the cinema, Cinema 7 particularly, but we were all laughing. Like, we were laughing. And I didn't, I didn't there were so many jokes and comments about, diff, like, Zack Snyder was in there, about the Snyder, Snyder whatever. And there were just so many references and jokes that were really funny. And just the movie was funny. And I enjoyed it. I was laughing. I didn't expect to laugh so much. So that was a surprise. Another surprise, lastly, is it was much, much deeper than I thought. You know what I mean? Like, it was kind of like, I was speaking to somebody about it and I said, it was kind of deep. If you really look into it, and some of the messages throughout the movie, um, some of the quotes, and you're like, yo, that, that's actually so deep. And obviously the iconic Miss America Ferrer's monologue at the end, it was a jaw drop. Like, I was like, whoa. 
I remember everyone in the theater, you could hear everyone go like, whoa, like, wow. And just that whole monologue, that whole scene, where it's just such a standstill moment. No music's playing. Everyone in the scene is just looking at Miss America doing her thing. And you're just watching her saying all these truths and dropping these bombshells. And it's like, whoa. And it was such a, an amazing scene. I really enjoyed it. But there was, there was inklings and bits of those kind of like deep stuff and deep messages. And at the end, like I was saying that Bobby actually had such an arc in the movie. And it was a thing of like, she's like, um, who was the lady? Her name was Ruth, but it was Mattel. Said something, um, excuse me, said something like, Bobby doesn't have an ending. Or something like that. But then there was another thing where Margot Robbie, as Bobby said, I just don't feel like Bobby anymore. And because she was stereotypical Bobby, like the Bobby, like if you think Bobby, you think her, Margot, Bobby. And I think it's interesting how she said she doesn't feel like Bobby anymore because Bobby looks different now. And I think that messaging of like, you know, I don't know if, it, if it's authenticity, uniqueness, everyone's unique and different. I don't know if... Oh my god, someone's finding me again! I'll be back. Okay. That was my mother this time. <laughs> she phoned me this time. Um, what was I saying? I was saying how she doesn't feel like Bobby anymore. Being aware that, you know, and her being in the real world saying that, you know, not everyone, you know, looks like me and... This is not what everyone looks to all the time. Some people might look to it. Some people feel inspired by Bobby. Some people feel undermined by Bobby. It's just like diff people's different opinions or whatever. So I just thought that was really deep at the end. But she doesn't feel like Bobby anymore. And it shows how much as, I guess, us as a society or whatever have evolved. And how our ideas of beauty have evolved and have changed. And... Some might say they haven't changed. People just happen to have... People just have different ideas of beauty. That's just, like, the truth. And maybe to some stereotypical Bobby isn't isn't that. And to see Bobby being aware of that, even though she's not, like, real, technically, was really interesting. And to be fair, I was kind of sad that Bobby didn't stay in Bobby land. But there was another... Um, another quote that said, I don't... I... I I want to do the imagining and not just be the idea. I think that's what she said. I was like, okay, Bobby, boss. <laughs> um, but I was also really, that's what I'm saying, Bobby had such an arc in the movie. You know, she was stereotypical Bobby and then she went to the real world and found so many things out and then came back and felt a bit ugh, like weird or whatever. And I just enjoyed her arc. And then at the end, when the metal lady tells her to feel, it's, you might think, oh, that's not that deep, but then it is kind of deep, because she's not really meant to feel, because she's not real, she's plastic, if you must, <laughs> and when, it's like, she's becoming a real person now, and wants to be in the world, and then what gets you is Miss Billie Eilish's song, oh, I did tear up, I did tear up a little bit, because I was like, yo. And then listening to the lyrics of Miss Billy's song. And how they align with Barbie. It's it's too much. It's too 
much in the best way i was like wow and then we see and also ken had a bit of an arc a little bit but and then um bobby goes into the real world not we still don't know like what her situation is obviously we don't know if she has a house whatever but that's no one really cares that's not like what it's about she goes, she's wearing those uh, Birkenstocks, the pink, she's wearing them in pink, um, flat feet, and she looks really smart, and then she's going to this building, and as an audience, you're like, oh, she's gonna get a job or whatever, <laughs> excuse me, she's gonna get a job or whatever, and then she goes in, and then she goes, I would like to see a gynecologist, and one would be like, wait, what? That's not the expect that that's not the ending I expected. So it's like why is she seeing a gynecologist and you kind of put the pieces together and it's like, oh she doesn't have a vagina. A vagina. That's what she does. Because <laughs> earlier in the movie he she was talking to these men. She was saying she was saying something like, Yeah, I don't have a vagina and he, Ken, doesn't have a penis. So and it was like, Oh, okay. And stuff like that, and then put it into I was like, Oh and then they end the movie and it was just like I loved it. I just loved it. It was so fun. And I just have a, I just had a really good time. You know, I haven't watched Oppenheimer. I was I was debating. I think because I asked my brother, have you he goes he watched both. And I asked him, how's Oppenheimer? And my fears, I don't exactly know what Oppenheimer is about. Like I know it's about this guy I bought this big bomb and then whatever, whatever. But I don't exactly know. So I'm afraid that I'm gonna watch a movie and I'm gonna get confused. And I hate being confused in a movie because you can't rewind. You can't be like, wait, what did he say back then? You know? And that's kind of what how I felt when I watched The Flash. I was confused a little bit. And that made me feel a bit uneasy. So I had to go back home. Then I watched New Rock Stars breakdown video and broke it down for me. And I asked all these questions. And I was like, what? Um, so... Yeah, I don't know. I just I'm afraid I'm gonna get confused if I watch Oppenheimer, but I definitely want to watch it eventually. But I think my next movie that I want to watch in the cinema particularly is Blue Beetle. My man Solo Maridueña doing the Dawn thing sucks that he can't promote it because of the writers and um actor strike, which is fair and what needs to be done needs to be done, and hopefully. The people who need to be paid or get their rights back. Everything works out. Um, but I'm still super excited to see. I just think he's such a good... He would make... No way. I don't know Sholo like that. But I love Lone Lobo's podcast and his personality and him and Kobukai. It just makes sense that he's a superhero. He's kind... I think charismatic is the right word. Kind of like a Peter Parker type beat. And I love it. So, that's probably going to be the next movie on my radar um, that I'm going to watch in the cinema, to, in particular. So, that's Barbie. Moving on. Moving on to Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion has come to an end after six episodes. Thoughts? I don't know. I must say, in the end, a bit disappointed by the ending. Like, the ending didn't satisfy me as I thought it would. Excuse me. And it kind of bothered me a little bit seeing Miss I Love Amelia Clark, but 
seeing her with all these abilities. <laughs> There's one scene where she's fighting Gravik. Or Super Scroll Gravik. And she has everyone's power. So Drax, Captain Marvel, everybody. Right? And <laughs> she kind of like... What do you call it? Like morphs her arm into Drax's arm. And it looks so funny. It looks crazy. And then she starts running. And she's running. And I paused and I laughed. I burst out laughing because I was like, this is crazy the way she was running and everything and all this CGI and whatever. I was like, wow, this is insane. Um, but Finish Secret Invasion, eh, I'm going to leave it to the professionals to tell what they thought of this movie so i'm gonna listen to the midnight boys from the ring of us hear what they have to say they're probably gonna bash this thing super hard um and obviously watch youtube and hear the breakdown and all that because who am i hmm who am i i don't know much i'm just a, cons a consumer of the art as they say or i don't know who ever says that but i like to say it so i don't know anything but it was quite the journey um Six episodes, pretty short. So, that's that. Anyway, moving on. The Crowded Room. So, so happy, but also so sad that I finished The Crowded Room. Because The Crowded Room for me was kind of like a routine. It became something I watched every week. And I loved coming back every Thursday to watch it. Like, I'd watch Secret Invasion on Thursday. And then I'd watch... The Crowded Room on a... No, no, I'm lying. I watched Secret Invasion on a Wednesday night. And then watched Crowded Room on a Thursday night. That was like my routine. That everything, every week I looked... I looked forward to something. Um, so... I finished it. And the way it ended... I was a bit... I have to be honest. After episode 9... I truly... <laughs> lost hope i was asking i was telling myself what now i said like what now after miss candy did what she did because they were essentially relying on candy to say um my child danny was abused as a child that's why he has these altars that's why that's you know what do they call it Credible evidence, one might say. Credibility, I don't know. And when she said no, or no, he was not, I was like, wait, what? I'm sorry, what? And then I was like, okay, what now? It's over. Like, it's over now. And then Raya came up with a plan to be like, oh, it's interesting. I can't remember, but the way Raya, like, cooked it up and said, Danny knows whatever, whatever. I don't know. I thought about it the other day, but now I forgot. But it was it okay. It was Danny who was abused as a child, but actually it was Adam. And you, if you know what I mean, you know what I mean when I say Adam. It was Adam who is Danny, but it was Adam, right? So that that whole court scene. Now Jack has kind of taken over and sent Danny away. Jack is there. And then I saw this tweet, which was insane. I saw this tweet that said, like, Tom Holland 
a British actor playing an American playing a British act act a British person being Jack trying to do an American accent and it was just like this thing and it was like what is happening and it just a testament to Miss Mr. Tom Thomas Holland um talent and that tweet like really got into my head I was like whoa like that's insane and it was quite the scene and then Danny I think it was his mind because now what's his name Stan is asking what happened to Adam Danny what happened to Adam and this is like thing happening right so now Jack is there and Danny's hitting the gate in his brain and Jack's going, stop it. And it's like, and obviously everyone on the outside is like, what is this guy doing? And Jack's like, stop it. And Stan is pushing, saying, what happened to Adam? And in the beginning of this series, we all go like, oh, this is me. Because I remember when Raya asked Danny when they were talking pretty early on, like, what happened to Adam? And then Danny just like refused. He, he didn't refuse, but he couldn't answer the question. Like, he couldn't answer it. And she kind of, you know, moved on. But it was this thing of, like, what happened to Adam? Who is Adam? And for the longest time, we genuinely thought it was his brother. And his brother just died or whatever. But we still don't know what happened to Adam. And then we get into introduced to his elders, whatever, whatever. <sighs> Court scene happens. Stan saying, what happened to Adam? Doesn't know. And then Danny is walking through his little room thing. And he finds Adam drowned. And then he lifts him up. And then, I don't know, something happens. And then... Danny comes back to the surface. And everybody in this courtroom is watching this whole thing unfold. And it is crazy. Okay? And I think Danny said... What happened to Adam? And then Danny said... Like... I sent him oh I sent him away. And then there's this whole thing of saying Adam wanted this to happen, he wanted it, so Danny sent him away. Sent Adam away because Adam wanted essentially what happened, Marlon to do whatever. Like he because I think to protect Danny or whatever. So he did it. But then Danny said no, he had to send Adam away. Because you know, whatever, whatever. And it was like this emotional thing, right? And then I think Stan asked, who is Adam, Danny? Because essentially, ah, there we go. Because essentially Danny is kind of, if you really think of it, Danny is the witness here. Like he witnessed Adam, Adam being him actually, but Adam get abused by Marlon. So, kind of, Danny is the witness. Oh, that's so interesting. That's crazy. You you kind of get what I mean. This might make zero sense, but if you watch the show, then you understand. And you understand the whole thing with his altars. Right? And, so, when... Because I was confused when... um. I think Raya knew, but she couldn't, like... He, Danny, had to say it. Say that I was abused. But he just couldn't say it. Because it wasn't Danny who was abused. It was Adam. But Adam is Danny. You know what I mean? And so the, I was confused when Stan called 
Danny into the stand. I was like, Danny's not a witness, but he was a witness because he witnessed Adam, Adam being him actually, but Adam be abused. But now that Danny's aware that he has alters, Jack, Ariana, Johnny, Mike, Adam, when he says, when he thinks Adam was abused and then Stan asks again, Danny, who was abused? He said, he was. And it's just this thing and it's like, whoa. Whoa. And there's a shot of Raya kind of leaning forward with a hand hand on her chin and she's really into she's looking at her like this is an amazing shot and i think she's kind of like breaking down she's not like weeping but as danny's explaining this whole thing and stan and they're interacting danny's i mean raya's hands over her mouth and she's like she's in disbelief because then again every time raya would i guess bring up adam danny couldn't refuse to talk about it so this is she's hearing this stuff for the first time as well so she's like oh my word like this is unbelievable and the other lawyer i think i can't remember if her name was lee but i think it was lee and if you're a part of the film club lee and the act the actress who plays lee um is in what's this show called your honor your honor and she's basically has this weird little situation with the judge so it's that lady and she's in the show i remember when i saw her for the first time i was like oh lee you're here too (laughs) i was like you're here as well and um what do you think and so she was so and to be fair she had a very good point Saying that he could be, who knows, he could be faking this whole thing and we're just going to let another criminal get away with another case. So her argument was fair and strong and appropriate and valid to be a bit like iffy and be like, this is real. But I think as soon as the situation in the court, because she, I think there was a shot of her as well. And I was like, is she crying or is she tearing up? You know, because, and then you're shocked a lot about it, but it was like, even this, even this lady's crying by this whole thing that's unfolding here because she can see, like, this man is struggling. Like, he has other voices and people in his head taking over and he has no control. Or sometimes he has, no, he doesn't. You know what I mean? And just, she, she's also just seeing this whole thing unfold. Meanwhile, Danny is like, crying a little bit his eyes are red and it is quite quite the scene yeah it was madness it was madness and good for you thomas i mean i i think these are one of the shows as said before people were like oh this is badly reviewed whatever but i do think the this is one of the show that's gonna be like in the archives obviously tom holland has his like catalog or whatever of shows like you know we have those top shows spider-man uncharted and all this other other stuff but i feel like oh those movies sorry but i feel like this is a show where if you want to see this man shine and you want to see like what he can do the crowded room is 
the one to watch, I think. And I definitely think it was worth the wait. Obviously, in the beginning, it was super slow. Like, it seems very surface level in the, in the beginning. But as I said in the beginning, there's always, there's a thing. I don't know what it is, but there's a thing of, like, something else is happening here. Like, something else is going on. But you obviously don't know and you can't tell. So it's like, whatever. And, oh, that feels bad. Oh. Anyway, but then I think after episode five, things start to, you know, and it was so unexpected. Like, I did not expect it at all. Um, so, trust me, if you haven't watched The Crowded Room, you should watch it. And it does give you, it allows me to have a bit of empathy for people in general. I mean, there was a thing of, like, Stan was looking at his fridge but he was looking for he was looking at this photo and I was like was Stam in like the army or something because he looked like a soldier and I was like what and it was there for like a little bit and I'm like okay if this season two are we gonna look more to Sand's story Raya's story and all that stuff but the end Danny is doing well him and Raya having conversation in the room Got a nice little fresh cut situation. Thomas looks good. Raya has a fringe. She looks amazing. They're talking. And I don't know. I just, you can tell. This probably makes no sense. But he looks like whole. At the end, Danny looks whole and complete. You know, it doesn't look like or feel like he's like a piece of something. But he looks whole and complete and in charge of his thoughts and everything. And it's... I don't know. It's really nice to see. And then Candy comes back. And I'm like, ugh. But anyway. They say goodbye. And then... I can't remember what happened in the end. But they hugged. And then... Uh, Raya said something. And then Danny said something. He, Daddy said something like... I have... an I have a debt to pay or whatever. And then... And then Raya's like, what? And I, was and I was like, wait, what debt? I was like, what debt does he have to pay? Or what debt does he owe? Whatever. And I was like, what What the heck? Why, why would he say that? And I was like, oh, yeah. Adam. You know, I think he says, I think it's like taking care of your, oh, it's too much. It's too much. It's like this taking care of your inner child that has been abused and kind of healing him. Because obviously, essentially, it was Adam, but he is Adam. So... There is a part of him that still needs a bit of healing, and it's your. It's dang. When I heard when I when he said that, I was like, "What?" And then Raya looks back and he sees Adam and Danny, but obviously Adam's not there, and then he just sees Danny again, and that's who he owes his debt to is Adam. Yo, it's too much, bro. It's too much. It is too much. But what a show, man. I mean. 9 out of 10, 9.56 out of 10. It was amazing. It was amazing. And I highly, highly recommend people watch that. Um, And that is it for on the entertainment side of things. I feel like we should just jump right into the sports of it all. On the sports side of things, we have... 
something very, very exciting. Firstly, the Nepal World Cup is underway and has been since the 28th of July and is happening in Cape Town in South Africa, which is where I live. I don't live in Cape Town, but I live in the SA. But happening right next door to us, the Proteas are on display and I really, I love watching netball. I think it's so, it, it is really entertaining. I just love watching it, you know. But they don't show it often on TV, really. But I would have loved to have the opportunity to watch the World Cup in, in, um, in, where is this place now? In Cape Town, sorry. In Cape Town. Um, did I just yawn? So I don't, I don't remember. I think I just yawned. But in Cape Town, but it's nice to know that I can follow the results. And if you'd like to follow, you can go on. This is not an ad. But if you're interested, if you don't know what netball is, because I just figured, I found out that a lot of people don't even know, like, what netball is. Basically, which is kind of a shock to me, because it's quite big in here, in South Africa. But, um, check it out, netball underscore essay. I don't know where, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Or Nepal World Cup, whatever team you're supporting. But I love Nepal and I'm rooting for the Proteas and I hope they do well. Still on the topic of women, the Women's World Cup is happening in Australia somewhere. Um, and that's exciting too. Us, I forgot, we got our first point. I think we drew. Ooh, not to Brazil. Maybe it was drew to Brazil. We drew to a team. And we know Banyana Banyana is, they are our winners. They won, they are the African champions. <sighs> banana is, oh, <laughs> did I say Banana Banana, Bafana Bafana? Um, yeah, I don't know, no comment on Bafana Bafana, but Banyana Banyana are doing us proud, as they should. And I don't know, I just, I feel like I'm seeing so many South Africans everywhere these days. I mean... The, oh, I did not expect to talk about this, but I'm going to speak about it because this is insane. Christo Lamprecht, or Christo Lamprecht, whatever. He's a golfer, okay? And I think recently he played in some other Open or whatever, and he won an amateur championship, whatever. I'm, I don't know golf like that, but... And then he came second. It was like a PGA Tour type thing. came second somewhere. Now, what is crazy about... Usually, it's... C-H-R-I-S-T-O. Lamprecht. What's crazy about this is he, I remember him. He was a really good tennis player. And I've noticed that a lot of transitions some people do is they go from tennis talk to golf. And I wouldn't say it's easy for them, but they have that ball, hand-eye-ball coordination situation. So I remember, he, like... He was a really good tennis player. I remember we played SWD, Southwestern District, and he was our number one. And we'd play Inter... What do you call it? Um, what is this thing called? Not Inter-Schools. Inter-Pro. Inter-Pro. So we play Inter-Pro, and then you'd have a chance to play in the U.S. if you were chosen, or whatever the situation was. And I remember I was on a team with him, and he was our number one. And 
I knew him, like we played often. He was SWD and he played tournaments. He's from George. He played from George or he's from Oton. But he's from George. He would play here. We would watch him play. We were on the SWD team together. He was always super nice to me. I was always the youngest. I played like number five or number six or something and he was number one. And I remember going on tour with him in Bloemfontein, watching him play, all the good stuff. And then he, like, he was really good. And then he stopped. And then he started to play golf. And then he started excelling in golf. And then he just ran with golf. Which is a crazy thing to think about that he was such a good tennis player. But he's like an even better golfer. You know what I mean? And I just think it's so crazy that we were once on a team together. And I love it so much. People that you know or you've known when you were young or just even South Africans in general and you see and you just see them do so well um in their, you know, sports or their thing. It's such a nice thing to see and I love it so much. So I just thought that was insane. Um and I had to bring that up. So yeah. Other than that, in the sport category, obviously we have Formula One. We were recently in Spa. Maxi took that away. I mean, is there even any doubt at this point? The Red Bull car is way faster than all the other cars. So I'm not even surprised when Max wins. It's I'm more interested into the other battles at this point. Um, but Max is just like going with it, and I love it. I love that for Max. Good for him, bro. Um, on his way, I think third championship. Yeah, third. Uh, which is cool. <sighs> Yo, sorry. I'm tired. Should I take a nap? No. <laughs> um. So yeah, we was for. I'm. I'm very. I love indulging into the fantasy league. I think it's that's really fun, and exciting. Um. Yeah, I mean, after Mister Nick DeFries' departure, I just put. Danny boy in there as a wild card, but I'm gonna take him out. I'm so sorry. Not because he's bad, but just because of like Alpha Tauri in general, you know. Um Oscar Piastri is looking very, very promising these days. Lando's doing really well. Perez, a bit of a gamble these days. Max is just like a you know, whatever. Who else is on my team? Carlos Sainz. I don't think I have Charles in my team. I have three teams. Um, I think I do have Max in my first team. The prom- The what? The Bucketeers in my first team. And then... Yeah. Lando is definitely one of the teams. I think I did put... I put Alex Albon. Because he's been doing well. But then I think lately he did not well. And I was like... Ugh. But it's okay. It's, it's really fun. I like it. I love indulging in just like fantasy. It's really cool. Um, so I think we're on a break for a couple of weeks. So no F1 action thus far. And I think that's what I have for you folks. That is all I've got for you on the Not So Late Show. Um, not much. It's... I must say this now. I'm probably going to do an episode next week about it. I'm leaving next week. As I said, I did do the moving out episode, but I'm leaving on next week, Saturday the 12th. So I'll have to do an episode that week, you know, the final goodbye to you guys. Not forever, 
calm down not forever but for now which is so sad but we will see each other on the other side on the other side after like a month or so just after I get settled in and I'm in a routine kind of and I know what I'm doing but that does not mean that does not mean that the content ugh, the content will stop no 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 we are not doing that I have a couple of ideas of how I can keep content going in terms of the podcast whether that's clips or other ways or what I don't know but I have a couple of ideas just how to keep it going keep it interactive who knows maybe that's exactly what this podcast needs and then after I get a bit more comfortable in this new place I'm staying um then we can start getting back into recordings but that's not what we're not talking about it right now we'll talk about it next week um and I'm just really excited I'm just really excited for this journey this new journey and it should be it's gonna be really fun and I'm excited to have you guys join me in this very trans like positional is that a word I don't know (laughs) I don't know but this changed my life Hopefully it's a good one and we'll see where it takes us. And I'm happy, very happy to take you guys along for the ride. Yeah. I can't sing if you couldn't tell. But anyway, that is all. Thank you so much. I'm actually so tired. I'm actually so tired now. Um, I have to clean my room. I was going to do a workout. I'm not going to do that anymore. Um, I'm gonna clean the bathroom, clean the front, living area, just sweep or something. Uh, maybe I'll read, I'm gonna read now. Thank you so much for, thank you so much for listening, I'm just waffling. Thank you so much for listening, it's been an absolute blast, as it always is, and I hope that you enjoyed. If you made it thus far into the episode, you already know that you, yes, you are a real, real one. And I appreciate you. I'm thankful. I am so, so, so forever grateful for you and your support if you do. I love you so, so much. And I will see you on the next one.